Welcome back to Global One Media Stocks to Watch. I'm Michelle Martin. Today we meet True Precious Metals, an exploration company located in the heartland of central Newfoundland's gold belt. Are they at a key inflection point? We're going to catch up on their recent channel sampling efforts and zero in on their 100% owned flagship asset, the Golden Rose Project. True Precious Metals trades in Toronto as TRU, over the counter in the US as TRUIF and in Frankfurt as 7 Joel Freudman is co-founder, CEO, and director of True Precious Metals. Welcome, Joel. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me here. Let's talk about what's been turning up with your channel sampling program. So your current exploration work is a continuation of a program that started in 2022, and that led to the discovery of the Northcott Gold Zone. What has been learned about this zone so far? So we have a high-grade gold zone on our project. It's called the Northcott Gold Zone, as you mentioned, which one of our prospectors discovered late last year. It was late in the field season last year, so we were only able to cover a little bit of this gold discovery. We've done quite a bit more work this year, although there's still plenty ahead. And what we've what we've determined is there's additional gold for up to about 240 meters along strike. So basically, there's more gold than we initially thought. The grades are medium and in some cases high grade. So differing grades from last year, but we've extended that gold mineralization. And channel samples is basically where you're pulling away earth from the surface. So you know that anything you find must have come from below. So this gives us good confidence that there's now gold coming from below. So, you know, coming from within the earth over about 240 meters, it's very positive to show there's an extension of gold on the project that's larger than we initially thought. And we barely covered most of the extent of this area. So let's take a step back and look at the bigger picture for what this all means for the Golden Rose project. In terms of your focus, what's the next stage of the exploration program then? Uh, we're working right now with our exploration team on a fall budget. We are going to be rolling out a cost-effective program for the remainder of the fall season here, which is about a month, month and a half. And the idea is really going to be to firm up and expand the potential of this Marks Pond or Northcott Gold Zone, which kind of wraps around a big chunk of our property around the lake there. It seems like there's significant size potential for you know, a larger discovery. And so we're going to be working to cost-effectively uncover that. We're also going to be doing some very, uh, again, cost-effective because we're mindful of the market conditions, cost-effective uh, sampling of some other earlier stage targets on our property to build even more of a pipeline. Because we really want to show that our project geologically looks pretty similar to Marathon Gold next door, which has 5 million ounces of gold and is building a gold mine, and also has a number of different string of pearls as this structure tends to have in Newfoundland. So basically, in other projects on the other side of ours, you see a series of deposits. We want to firm up that theory that that series extends through our property like a string of pearls around a necklace. An interesting corridor to be in. Let's talk about a really interesting investment, the $3 million non-brokered private placement. I am talking about your recent agreement with Ormond Mining, now your largest stakeholder. What does this deal mean for you in terms of capital and perhaps also runway to advance your projects? This is a huge investment that we landed, especially in very challenging market conditions. We're very pleased to have closed on it earlier in September, $3 million Canadian, as you mentioned, from Ormond. They now own a 36% stake in True. They have uh, three members on our board, or they can appoint an additional one, but they have currently two members on our board, uh, one of whom is a mining engineer who's put a mine into production. So they're going to lend us significant technical expertise, which is frankly invaluable for a project the size of Golden Rose. 
Some of that capital already is going to be deployed to advancement of the project, like I said, with this fall program. And we're also going to be assessing how we deploy the rest of the capital over the rest of 23 and into 24 to cost effectively advance Golden Rose in a way that gives us the best bang for exploration buck. And we're also going to be exploring a number of kind of corporate initiatives that we now can uh, tackle with this kind of treasury. So real game changer for the company it really sets us up very well in a very difficult market condition. Um, and there's going to be lots of opportunities out there, both at Golden Rose as well as in the market for us. And so we're, we're very well positioned to kind of pounce on the opportunities and advance Golden Rose very prudently going forward. Yeah, quite a capital raise in a challenging environment. So with that 36% stake, where does this bring the level of institutional ownership in your board? Uh, in addition, or on a 36%, we have uh, Altius, who is a TSX-listed billion-dollar project generation of royalty company. They own now post-investment about 5-ish percent. We also have Eric Sprott, Canadian precious metals billionaire. He's also our second largest share, or third largest shareholder now at about 5% as well. And then we have also some flow-through funds that are in the base. So you're probably talking about 45 to 50% institutional ownership. It's a very high for a company of our size. Plus, I should mention insider ownership. I own about 4% of the company. Uh, now I've financed it you know, for the last couple of years alongside uh, the general investing uh, market. And some of our other directors and officers also own meaningful stakes. And so you probably have insider ownership of 5 to 7%. Again, pretty high for a company of our size. Uh, I think it really speaks to the quality of our Golden Rose project and to true as an investment that we have high institutional and insider ownership. With the quality at Golden Rose, is that still going to be your main area of focus or are there going to be other initiatives that you've been looking at and that the capital raise will now enable you to, to look a little bit more deeply at? Uh, Golden Rose remains the focus for now, for sure, because it's the clear value maximizing uh, potential for the company. It's definitely the, the biggest value driver for the company. That said, as we get, you know, without going too far ahead, as we get into the fall and into the winter, and if market conditions don't significantly improve, you know, we will eventually start to be strategically opportunistic with any other uh, opportunities or transactions that may come our way. And there's also a few corporate initiatives, like I touched on, um, that, you know, they're still in the planning stages internally, but they are things we can roll out over the coming months when we see opportunities, both in the stock market and on a transactional or property level. So we are already monitoring the horizon and starting to look at a pipeline. We just want to take things sequentially and make sure Golden Rose remains the focus for now, because again, that's the biggest immediate value catalyst for true. What do you want investors to know about the management team, maybe asset allocation as well, that distinguishes true precious metals from other companies in the field? Uh, I mean, the management team's much more, um, I guess, uh, professionally uh, accredited than you might see in the junior exploration space. My background is a securities and mergers lawyer, have years and years of practice here, I've been running a merchant bank that's still a transactional uh, shop here in Toronto for, at this point, about seven years on top of the private practice experience of legal. Our president and CFO, Olga, she's a CPA. She has years and years of uh, accounting experience. She started her career at PricewaterhouseCoopers, so one of the big four accounting firms. Our vice president of exploration, Paul Tenier, he's been chief geologist for a TSX-listed large mining producing company. He's also run smaller companies. And so we really have a, a very sophisticated management team that you wouldn't typically see for a company of our market cap. I think that's a clear differentiator, uh, as well as the way we operate the company is we do try and be prudent with the treasury. You know, we have capital markets expertise on the team. 
And so I think those are some things that will separate us. You know, you see, you see pretty frequent news flow out of True. It's because we realize the market wants to be kept apprised of what we're doing with our project, how we're approaching the business. You know, I do interviews like this so people can get a sense of how the CEO thinks about the business. You know, there are real people working at the company here. And I think that's those are very important differentiators when you look on a, a personal or micro level at the company, aside from just the project. You know, you, you may not have a lot of technical expertise. That's okay. You're kind of delegating it to management for them to do the best job possible with the properties they have and any other opportunities they perceive with uh, with the treasury they have. And so I think betting on the management team is actually a very important way to approach investing in junior natural resource companies or frankly, any junior public companies. Well, thank you very much for com communicating with investors right here on Stocks to Watch. Today, we've been looking at true precious metals. I've been speaking with the company's CEO and director, Joel Freudman. Thank you, Joel. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, everybody, for keeping in touch.